0: We have to look at what am I doing to save money with my spend? Is it an investment or is it just an expense? Many, many businesses fail because they literally just run out of cash because they haven't plotted properly. They haven't figured out where the money is going. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, coaches, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to the needs of you, the practicing natural therapist. We have interviews during the holiday season and business and mindset support each week so you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated in your practice. Don't forget to subscribe to receive the weekly episodes. And if you want to connect with me, always check the show notes because that's where you'll find the links to book appointments and of course to join the academy. The membership group where there's constant connection and community with like-minded practitioners. Now, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size podcast and our August marathon. Today, we're talking about our relationship with money. Don't hang up. (laughs) Let's listen in. Take a deep breath if money isn't your thing. It totally is not my thing. It's something I really struggle with the mindset around. Okay. And I think it's really important that we address it very early on in business. When we decide to spend money, we have to think, what is my return on investment with this spend? If you can't kickstart yourself, it might be that you need a mentor to kickstart you, (laughs) not kick you physically, but kickstart you every fortnight or so which is what i do with a number of people i see them every fortnight and they get a good this is what we're doing this is what we need to do have you done those things how are you getting on and that is cool if that's the sort of person you are certainly the sort of person i am my return on investment from the groups that i'm in is in my mindset as much as in my pocket but we're talking about our relationship with money today because there has to be a return on investment But if we look at everything as an expense, then rather than an investment, then we're going, we're on the negative side. Remember, we want to be on the positive side of what we do. We've got that CEO mindset happening and we want to have that return on investment being a positive and optimistic return on investment, but we might have to scrimp and save to get there. Now, I personally do not have a credit card in business. I have a debit card. So I'm never behind because i haven't got the money to pay for something i have money in a savings account i've read the i can't say his last name but if you google mike motorbike he comes up so it's the profit first system i think you've seven bank accounts or something which does not work for me in australia we have a mortgage and so we have an offset account so i'm not going to be putting taxes into one account and this into another account and that into another account i'm going to be putting them in my offset account and not spending them from there So we do have to have that understanding of our money. We do have to use the spreadsheets, which I share in the academy, and I've shared it on a number of our challenges that we've done in the past. We need to know where the pennies are. My father had this saying, you look after the pennies and the pounds will look after themselves. Now, it wasn't his saying. It's a very traditional British saying, but it's true. You look after the pennies and the pounds will look after themselves. You have to know how much you've got what are your operating costs? How can you reduce your operating costs to increase your profit margins? And sometimes there is that space when we first start out, we have money coming in, we start buying more things, systems, platforms, and we're splashing the cash. And then we have to employ other people to help us out. And so our profit margins actually lower as we're increasing all of these things. So it is a good idea To yearly look at what is my spend? Do I really need that thing? Can I do it another way more cheaply? Now, for example, I have Vimeo and I put all my videos on Vimeo and I have to pay yearly for Vimeo. Realistically, I could just put them on YouTube for free. Okay. So I could save that Vimeo money, but I personally find Vimeo easier to use than YouTube. So for me, I'm spending money, I'm spending cash on the Vimeo pro or whatever the heck it's called, but I'm saving money in time that I would have to spend on YouTube doing all the background stuff that I find so easy on Vimeo. So we do have to scrimp and save. So this year I've dropped one of my associations. I don't need it. I already have associations for everything and I don't need that number of associations. So I've dropped one. We all need to look at what we can what our operating costs are on a regular basis and whether or not we should be spending on something, whether or not it is worth it to us. Is it a viable option? Is it something we could do for free or we could do with somebody else? Do we have to have the certificate at the end of it? Could we do the free portion of it or the certificate for of it rather than the diploma if there's a huge price jump? What is it that we really need to spend our money on What are our habits around money? So, are you billing people? Are you charging them before you see them? What are your habits around money? Do you hide money? Do you worry about money? We need to know what these bad habits are at the beginning, middle, and end of our business because they go with us into our business. We need to have discipline to generate a profit. So, we have to, as I said, track. Every single cent or every single penny that we have to increase those profit margins. We have to think to ourselves, how much is it costing me? I see a client, that client for an hour and a half. I hope you're not seeing clients for an hour and a half. Should be seeing them for less than that. I see a client for an hour and a half at X dollars. Then I do a ton of research on them for five hours. I don't earn money for that. So that means, I don't know, you don't charge 100, but 100 is a nice easy number, isn't it? So we're charging $100 to that client and then we're spending 90 minutes with them. And then you're spending four and a half hours on their case, which means you've spent five hours on that client already. Then you spend two hours on their plan, so it's seven hours. So that $100 is divisible by seven now. So we really have to think, What is the best way to work with my clients so I can fit more clients in, I've got more time for other things, and they are getting the best out of me as well? What system can I use, so with my clients, what system can I use with taking their money, with saving my money, with utilizing my money, with organizing my money? How can I chart that? How can I make sure that I'm spending money as I should be? That I'm not wasting money? What is my return on investment for everything that I'm doing? So I like people in my academy, but then I notice people aren't participating and then some of them quit. And I'm like, well, your return on investment because you weren't participating is very low. But then I see people who are really participating and their return on investment is huge because it's cheap to be in my academy. The gold members get a ton, they're getting extra masterminds now. So if you pay for the year, you get a ton more than if you pay monthly and the return on investment for that is massive. And so we have to look at what am I doing to save money with my spend? Is it an investment or is it just an expense? Many, many businesses fail because they literally just run out of cash because they haven't plotted properly. They haven't figured out where the money is going. If you're not good with money, then maybe you need to get a bookkeeper on board i absolutely advocate that you go and see a financial advisor because you have to be saving for your retirement it might be that you need to have another job alongside your healthcare business and that's okay because in australia particularly you're going to get all your social security staff there's going to be money going into your pension fund or your old age fund all of these things, you've got sick leave, if you're permanent, if you're casual, you've still got more money going in and you can put money aside. So it might be that you have to have another job on the side and that is okay if that's what makes you feel safe so that then you can look at the numbers from your business. It is okay to have two things on the go. We don't want to run out of money. We don't want our business to fail. We might have to start smaller than we really wanted to we might be able to start quite a bit bigger than we wanted to if we've thought about it, if we've planned and if we're really looking to the future and we're getting help and support to be able to get there. And I don't mean borrowing a ton of money, that help and support. I mean, often that financial support is logical support. So I'd been in business a long time and decided to get rooms. So I spoke to my banker and I said, you know, we're looking at rooms. And he said, well, I can't actually give you any... Advice, I'm not a lawyer. And I said, Oh, well, the lease is a th- what's called a three plus two. And that is, you're locked in for three years and then you get another two years on the same terms if you sign up. And he said, Well, it's your first rooms. Why don't you go for a two plus three? And so I said, well, Can we go two plus three? Best advice I got because the rooms were a disaster. The space was the building, the feng shui was terrible. Everything was terrible. Nobody walked past. And my clients didn't want to go there because the parking was terrible. And that was something we didn't know about because we were going at the off time to the gym when new clients wanted to come. So really think about what are my finances here? What is my relationship with money? And how can I make my relationship with money better to be able to achieve the dreams that I am setting out to achieve so that I am the CEO of my business and I understand my numbers. I know where I'm coming from. I know where I'm going. I know what the expenses are. And I know what my investments are. And I want everything in my business to be an investment, not an expense. Think about those things. Use your knowledge. Take a breath. Do you need to go and get some real financial support? Because I'm not your financial support person. Do you need to go and get real advice from a professional? Just like if someone's sick, they're going to come to you. In this case, do you need to go and see someone else? so that you can work on understanding your numbers. We'll leave it there today on that thought. Have a good one and keep enjoying August with me. Chat soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you.